0: This is DWZ Podcast here, uh, the leader wrestlers zone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host Jay Rod here. So welcome back listeners. Today is March 8th, 2023. Uh, we have some interesting topics we definitely got to be co- talking about when, when it comes to professional wrestling. Uh, first things first, I want to get this out of the way. Uh, as you know, uh, Ice Ribbon's ace in the Yoshi world, uh, Tsukasa Fujimoto, has now deli- is now a mother. She gave birth to a healthy baby girl. Uh, congratulations, Fujimoto. Uh, welcome to motherhood. Uh, as you guys know, Fujimoto took a uh, el- maternity leave for a while because we knew that since last year this this was going to happen, that in May... She'll be taking um, an hi- indefinite hiatus. Now, we didn't know what it was until a photo popped up of her with her belly being shown. So that means she was pregnant. Uh, this is her first child, in case anybody asks. Uh, don't know the name of the baby. I don't think she knows. But she did tweet it that uh, the baby was born early than expected. Uh, the baby was born yesterday, on March 7th. Um, she and the baby are doing just fine. Um, it was painful, but everything's good. Um For anybody that asks, there is still no indication when she'll be back in the ring. I don't know when. I know that Julia talked about wrestling her, but she's currently on maternity leave. I don't know if Fujimoto actually heard that about Julia, that she wants to wrestle her now that she is the World of Stardom champion. So I don't know. It's still unclear of that. But nonetheless, congratulations, Fujimoto, on being a mother. Now, uh, I've often talked about Waka Tsukiyama on this podcast. Uh, more developments have come across with um with Waka. As you all may have been hearing, let's go back and recap what's been going on. As you know, Waka has been never hasn't have a single win since she debuted. It's almost been over a year now. Uh a lot of situations have taken place. The one that took place was in December during New Blood, five. Uh, was it five? No, New Blood four. When Waka and Tam teamed up to take on Ram Kaicho and Ma- Maika Ozaki, but Ram Kaicho put on Tam Nakano's head that it was her fault that Waka cannot pick up a win. And then, of course, on in the Corkin Hall event on New Year's on Year's End on Christmas Eve. Once again, Waka couldn't win, and she ended up being in a match against Nanae Takahashi. Tam kind of put her in, gave her an ultimatum: if she doesn't pick up a win within three months, that she is being asked to leave the Cosmic Angels. And so far, she hasn't picked up a win. But back in January on the twenty-first, which was the Stardom Awards, uh, Waka picked up a draw, which is a first time ever in Stardom for her. And this was like a stepping stone for many people to believe that maybe this is the sign that she could possibly pick up a win. But so far, she hasn't. But things have now become changed with her. Um, Waka did lose again to Nane Takahashi, and she asked for another match with her on the 25th. But however, this is what happened. Uh, On the last showcase event that took place on the 26th of February, uh, Waka was involved in a Cosmic Angels rules match, where Captain's uh, Captain's Falls match, uh, with her as a captain, teaming up with uh, M- Mina Shirakawa and Mariah May, taking on uh, Tam Nakano, who was the captain, Natsupoi and Saki. However, the match ended in Tam Nakano's favor when she applied the Violet Screwdriver. Um, Tam had a little hard-to-hard talk with her. Natsupoi said that you know she was trying to show the people who show negative comments towards the cosmic angels. Like there are some cosmic angels uh, haters out there that don't like them. The reason they don't like them is for many reasons. Um, it, one of them, to me, has to be because they felt that they betrayed Mayui Watani. That's not the tr- case, there, folks. But that's another time and another conversation. But Tam realized, saw that this is the final piece that uh, had to be. Tam is fully aware there's a lot of comments, but that didn't affect her in no matter what. And she asked her if she would team up with her on the 25th of March at the New Blood Premium in Yokohama. But she did tell Nane Takahashi, who wasn't present at the time, to pick her best partner. And a few day, a couple of days ago, what was it, yesterday? Two days ago on March 6th, it was revealed who, no, was it March 6th or March 7th? No. Yesterday, it was revealed uh, that Nanane Takahashi picked the Pirate Princess Kairi. Now, Waka had this look on her face like she, she's like, I can't believe this. So she realized she started like, doubting herself in some aspect that she's not going to win this match. But she made it clear that she's going to take a break from appearing in wrestling matches because she wants to train the focus on this match. And of course, Tam gave her her blessing, and she told told her that she never did consider Waka weak. But however, Kyrie questioned her. She's saying, "You're you're making me as a stepping stone that I'm that you're gonna lose." And Kyrie didn't like that. But she also asked her, "Are you willing to give up everything for this if you lose?" Because here's the problem, Waka said that if she doesn't win this match on the twenty fifth, not only she's leaving Cosmic Angels. She's quitting stardom, and Takahashi. She was not happy with that decision. She's thinking that she's play, that she's messing around. She gave her a slap. Tam stepped into the the, the 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 step up against her for slapping her, but Nana said the only one who should be quitting is you, and slapped Tam instead. So, but now today, I the Tokyo Sports reports that uh, Waka and Tam are working hard training. There's a moment, here's the thing, Tam is using Dragon Ball Z techniques, Uh, there's a moment where Waka's doing her push-ups, bend down and her feet are right on top of her legs, like doing that push-up thing, but there's like a cardboard turtle that Tam Nakano said that she worked real hard to get it uh, done, and hopefully she can pick up a win, I mean, I know there's those, like, Cosmic Angel fans that don't want her to leave. I know there's those who are hoping she does leave. Look, guys, let's be honest. Where would she fit in? But some people do say Club Venus she could fit in because we're seeing Mina actually building, like, a unit only for English speakers. Uh, Like, almost similar to the Bullet Club, if if you guys know what I mean. But there's a lot to take place. Now, we don't know how things are going to go well. I just hope things... Now, but the remaining of, from here and out, all the way to the 25th of, May, of March, Waka will not be attending any um, Stardom events until the, primi- the no- New Blood Premium on the 25th. Now, if you guys saw what happened at the, um, at the Triangles Derby's uh, match with the World of Stardom, a.k.a. the, the Red Belt, <coughs> it was between Mayahiki and Julia. Now, this match wasn't a match. It was a bloody. How do I say? Julia wanted to hurt Yuhiki. Try to put her out of her misery and have her leave stardom. That's what it was. It's like she wants her guns. Like bitch, get out of my territory. This is where I belong. But Yuhiki refuses to stay down. That's the thing. Now Julia thought in her mind that her her behavior, like whacking her with the belt. Hitting her with the tables, chairs, and all that shit was going to help her make sure it, she stays down. She wins the match. It's like, bye-bye, Felicia. But it didn't. Yuhiki, I look at her, she's like very hard to kill. Look, I said this before. Julia thinks in her, from what she said, she believes my Yuhiki has been talking shit behind her back. We don't know the side of Yuhiki when it comes to Julia. We haven't heard anything from her. But after the match, the match ended in a double count-out. So basically, Julia retained the title, but it wasn't a win or a loss. But the thing is, Maya was like, I'll see you later. But she said that we'll do it another time. So basically, this was not a match in some capacity, like the storytelling. But it feels like maybe we should do it one more time. But the real question is when. Because the one thing that Julia does not like is that the first time when Yuhiki stepped in a stardom uh, place, Julia was asking her time and time again, why are you here? It's like she thinks that Yuhiki is coming for her, but no. She came originally from to stardom with an offer to have her and her Rebel X enemy teammates to participate in the Triangle Derby. I feel like Yuhiki wasn't originally trying... Like, she's like saying... I didn't come here for the red belt. But since you're offering it, you know, why not? So I think that's what's going on with the story. Julia is does not like that someone who she believes that all of this, the, the, like saying, this is my territory. I am the one who's number one here. So she thinks that Yuhiki's there to rain on her parade. That's it. That's what she thinks. But I wouldn't be surprised if she does come back at some capacity when an offer by stardom. And Julia can't do nothing about that. But however, at the post-match, Tam Nakano shows up. But this time, she challenged for the red belt. And she said, I don't care if you want me to put my hair on the line, or property, or whatever. So Julia's had it. I mean, and she's like, it's like she thinks that she can get away from Tam. Now, I do predict that Julia will retain the title, but I know deep down in the long run, we will see Tam win the Red Belt. Many people are hoping that that's the case. Now, I know you Tam Nakano haters are thinking Tam will never win the Red Belt. She will. She has to, guys. She has been working her ass off without a break. And and stardom needs to reward her to have a, an opportunity for the Red Belt. But I, if if she does make another play, I would see this that she redeems herself from the, from the five-star Grand Prix, wins it and guarantees a spot at for Dreams them on December. And that's how I would picture it, if that's the case. But for now, we'll just wait till it happens. Now, let's move on to one. Now, relating to the, um, to what took place at um, the Triangle Derby Finals, Sayakami Tani retained her belt against Azuki. Now, I know many Azuki fans out there are finding this. It's a load of bullshit. Azuki should have won. That was the case. Look, guys. I get it. You want Uzuki to win. But however, we have forgot about Mina. Mina deserves another opportunity. Now, there was talk from various people on Twitter that were saying that the original plans was for Mina to win the white belt and break the, the most defense record. But now I think the story has changed up a little bit. Mina has gone a little different attitude. She's daring Kamitani do the Phoenix Splash. Kamitani is like thinking, is she really out of her mind? I mean, think about it. Does she really want to have an uh, injury? We will see what happens then, but from the way I see it, she's daring her, but Kamitani believes that she could hold on to this belt. But there is the possibility that Kamitani could lose the belt to Mina and Mina finally will win the white belt so that's the real possibility but one thing I am going to be curious now let's take for the, for, the, for the theory here that Mina does win the belt there is one match that Mina is looking forward to and I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen if you guys don't know where I'm referring to I'll tell you Himeka now, as you know, Himika has announced her retirement. Many matches have been... But, however, Himika has, has not asked for a match against Mina. She already has one against Natsupoi. But she's getting irritated that she's not being included into that. Now, let's say for the sake of the argument that Mina wins the white belt. What happens then? Well... Mina will definitely will tell her, I'll put the title on if you include me in your, in your thing. And that's something I know it could tell the story because Himika really despises Mina for what she is. But it, it could pull pulled off the moment where, of course, if you remember, last year at Flight to the Top, Mina lost to, to Himika when she used her own move against her, which was somewhat illegal to use but if Mina beats Himika, at least she gets a retribution and she tells Mina, she Himika Mina will tell Himika, it's a good thing you're retiring because I got what I wanted. My the feet and the white belt. And I would be surprised if Micah will be the one to challenge her. So I'm saying this for the sake of the theory, if that's the case, then yes. We could see something like that happen. Now, uh, moving on to our last thing, which is which is the AW Revolution. I have to say it was a pretty good pay-per-view. I like certain matches. Um for let's start with the Chris Jericho versus uh, Zach, um no, Ricky Starks. Pretty good match, but of course the um, someone from the JSA was going to show up. I, it was it was a no-brainer right from there that Jericho always had something cooked up. But luckily on it was Sammy who showed up and Action Andretti showed up to give him a ass kicking of a lifetime. So that could actually happen, but it was with the Rochambeau that Ricky Starks actually defeated Chris Jericho. I was surprised that Jericho lost, but so from the way I see it, he put him over. And then we have uh, other matches. There were. Uh, Uh, I think we had the women's title, the three-way. Uh, of course, we were seeing a lot of things like moving parts taking place. We have Ruby Soho, uh, Soraya, and, of course, Jamie Hayter. That kind of uh, tells a story like, okay, we got the the outsiders versus the homegrowns, but it was, of course, Jamie Hayter who won the match when she applied a crucifix. Then, of course, the attack. And then Ruby Soho decided to help Britt Baker and Jamie Hader. But later, she revealed her own agenda. She aligned herself with Soraya and Tony Storm. So, that sets it all. Then we have the, the, uh, the uh, death match. Man, that was a brutal match between Moxley and Hangman. Doing everything. I'm like, wow, that took. But, one thing that's ironic is... Hangman using a, a chained noose onto it. Moxley and forcing him to tap out. That was kind of insane, the way it went. There was moments that, of course, Hangman had used that before in ROH. And how ironic that that's how it ended, you know? <laughs> but it was pretty interesting. And then, of course, we have the um, the four-way for the AEW World Tag Team Tiles. We have Danhausen and Orange Cassidy versus Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus... The claim versus um, the As Boys. So, of course, the As Boys retain the titles, and they claim they are the best tag team in the world, but, uh, sorry boys, someone begs to differ, and we're talking about the best wrestling of the world, best tag team in the world right now is FTR. And they come out, beat the shit out of them. They thought they got rid of them, but no. Now, many people have talked about FTR that there was talked that it could be leaving AEW to go. Now, we don't know much of the contract status between them. We know it expires in April, but we will see what happens then. Uh, what other matches we have. We got the AEW World Trios Championship, the Elite Defender titles against the House of Black. Man, that match was a killer instinct right there. Uh, but it was, of course... Um, Dante's Inferno by Brody King that defeat, that put away Matt, Mick, Nick Jackson, making the House of Black our brand-new champions. Uh, next match we have, I think we had the TNT title. Um, we saw, of course, uh, Samoa Joe versus Warlow. That match ended with, of course, Warlow winning the TNT title, but coming Wednesday, we will see him facing Will Hobbs. And then finally, we have the AEW uh, World, uh, World Championship in a Iron Ironman match, 60 minutes. It was like a draw in every aspect. The match was pretty good. It, it was amazing to tell. But however, we already surpassed the 60 minutes from what we saw. However, Tony Schiavone gets a message from Tony Khan, and he goes up to Justin Roberts and tell him that Tony Khan ordered that that we go to sudden death, that we must have a decisive winner. So basically, it was like that. I don't think um, MJF expected it, but MJF once again sneaked away by using an oxygen tank, allowing himself to retain the towel. So who's going to be the next one to pull it off? Well, we will see what happened then. So I think that's pretty much it right now, what we have uh, with everything we discussed uh, with Waka, um, Mayuki... Julia, Tam Nakano, Mina and Kamitani, and, of course, the AEW Revolution. And, of course, uh, congratulations on Fujimoto being a mom. So, uh, I think that's pretty much it for everyone here. So, I'll see you guys on the next episode, so I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye. And have a nice day. Bang!